This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I didn't hear your clap. I, 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 I hold the mic, so I just slapped the mic. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that's a good omen. Hello. <laughs> Hello. This is Paddington. Paddington. Right, uh, dude, this is a Kalenko pick. Well, all, first of all, do... welcome to... Sh- I'm watching a movie. I'm watching we a might movie. We might have some new listeners because I paid $25 for uh, Facebook to run our ads. <laughs> NBD. We can reach 1,200 people. Yeah. All the big, all the big podcasts get about, what, like 100 people a week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, give or take. Mm. Sometimes forty. Yeah, of course. Um, let's uh, 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 let's let's do a real intro then. Okay. <laughs> you ready? Mark Marin numbers. Okay, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> this is our intro. Okay. Hello. Hello. Welcome to. Shh, I'm watching. I'm a watching movie. a movie. Um, the podcast where Alex and I watch a movie together. We talk through it. I'm all standing. We are. Just absolute garbage people to watch regular movies with. I don't know if you, because like I, because I'm I'm watching more movies with my girlfriend now regularly, and at one point I can't remember what movie we were watching. She turned to me and said, "This isn't a podcast." Ah. Like she's like like halfway through, she's like, "Shut up." So <laughs> I've always been that way. Like this podcast. Yes. I mean, same. Like this is this is this is just reinforcing <laughs> my worst tendency. I I think I remember I, like uh, I've been watching a lot of movies with my mommy because I'm living at home right now. And yeah. she's a shusher. Like, I'll start talking. Oh, yeah. She goes, shh. And I go, oh. And I find it <laughs> so rude. Meanwhile, you're talking through a movie. <laughs> Exceptionally rude. Um, yeah, I find it I find it rude. So that's why I. Oh, wait, Alex, I wanted to tell you. We yeah. have a celebrity listener to our podcast. Oh, yeah. I, I texted you about this. Yeah. So I looked up. Um, so my uncle's an actor. And he's friends with uh, John Savage. Uh, and if you don't know John Savage, he was in The Deer Hunter, and he also oh. was in uh, Hair. He was the lead guy in Hair. Oh, okay. He's John, John Hooper Bukowski. Cool. And he did a bunch of movies in the 70s. And then well, we don't have to get into what happens to people in the industry. <laughs> I feel like we well, thank you I for like, listening. I, it feels it feels weird to call out one listener. It feels weird. <laughs> yeah, but he's a celebrity listener. Okay, fair enough. This is fair a Frank D'Angelo movie. Um, <laughs> so he's friends with my uncle. Uh, my uncle, my mom's been FaceTiming with my uncle for the first time in her life because we got her an iPad for this duration of quarantine. Yeah. And he wanted me. He asked me what I was doing one day, and I said, "Oh, I'm recording my podcast. I wanted to hear it." I wasn't. I sent it to him. Regret that immediately. I I say way too many disgusting things. Yeah, I say disgusting is, things. Most of this podcast is you like being like, "Do you think Tom Hanks hits the back walls?" Like that's like <laughs> half of our podcast. Also, I have more disgusting things to say today. Um, We're watching Paddington yeah, too. Yeah, but dis- Hugh Grant. You have locked and loaded. Like you're like mm, the sweet movie, but a bear. <laughs> Hugh Grant is in it. Cool. Um, my question to you is, why do you like Paddington two? I've never seen Paddington one. I haven't seen Paddington 2. Watch Paddington 2 first because friends of mine were like, it's very good. You'll really like it. Uh, what do I like about it? It is, I don't only really love a sweet movie, as you can tell in my previous picks. I love a sweet movie. But this is like a sweet, delightful little bear. Um, it's legitimately funny. 
it's kind of a sketch movie and it's about like um immigration <laughs> it's it's about breakfast it, it's honestly one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like, it's so, like, simple and well-constructed. You're not like, everything alone. Everything hits. You are not alone. People said yeah. that it was snubbed. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's got a real banger of a cast, right? It's Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant. Yeah. Is Colin Firth in it? Uh, yeah, I think He so. might have been in the first one. I don't know if he's in the second one. Um, so it's a, it's a Bridget Jones reunion. Did it say a few years ago or a few bears ago? A few bears ago. <laughs> it's already so good. Um, oh, because he's from Peru. Yeah. And he loves marmalade. And the streets are paved with bread. <laughs> That's ripped yeah. off from, um, what do you call it, though? An American tale. There are no cats in America and the streets are made of cheese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so th- these are uh, uh, Paddington's aunt and uncle. And this is kind of a reference to the first movie, which I found out later. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, I, again, watched this movie first. Drunk, will my girlfriend cut my hair? And by the end, I did cry. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping to be a little bit drunk, so. Oh, yeah. If you're if you're drunk, the last, like, 10 minutes of this movie will have you crying. Not Listen, because, I don't doubt not it. Not because it's might... sad. It's not sad. It's just, you're crying because you're like... Paddington's so happy. I understand that cry because I'll tell you what. I've watched Ratatouille twice this year already. Yeah. <laughs> and I freaking You cry at Ratatouille? I love Ratatouille. Ratatouille is in top five. I've discovered that this uh, quarantine, my favorite movies are Call Me By Your Name and yeah. Ratatouille and The Lion King. They're like, those are like in my top uh, movies. Um, uh, at the end when Ratatouille runs his restaurant, and and then he goes and the critic is sitting in there and he says, what do you want tonight? And then the critic goes, surprise me. I cry so much every time. And then they play the French music. It just makes me nostalgic for something that I never had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that overwhelming feeling of wanting to cry from sweetness. That's yeah. that's. That's why I cry, I think, a lot of the time. Like, sometimes I'll watch, like, stupid kid videos on the internet, and it makes me well up. Yeah. Also, I think I might have gotten baby fever during this quarantine. No, don't do that. (laughs) Maybe. A little bit. You can't take care of yourself, let alone a baby. I can take care of myself. I'm a very good caretaker. (laughs) Oh, my God. What is he doing? Putting the the toothbrushes (laughs) in his ears? It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> why did he stick them in his ears? Does he not understand? Also, why does he live with them? Like, they just accept that he's a bear, right? Like, there's no, like, magic or anything. Yeah, he's just a bear. And they're like, cool bear. Cool Way bear. Yeah. He's very bear. cute. He's yes. cuter than I thought he was going to be. Oh, my the God. Reason? The dad from Downton Abbey. Yeah. This is, like... Is- and then uh, what's her face? Is the mom reunion. Too. Hmm? What's her face is the mom. You Sally Hawkins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is a real who's who. And I feel like this woman's probably like some sort of like Shakespearean actor of yours or something like that. Yeah. She's probably incredible. Uh, okay, uh, so the plot for Paddington 2 is Paddington sets his heart on buying a beautiful antique book for dear Aunt Lucy's birthday, but things turn hairy when he gets blamed for its theft. Yes. That is the plot of Paddington 2. <laughs> he wants to buy a beautiful antique book. 
Yes. It's too sweet. And he's saying bonjour, mademoiselle, to someone in the street. Also, like, yeah, I guess, you know, the way people are like Francophiles or like people get really into like Italian culture or like, yeah, yeah, I am a Britophile. Is that a word? There's a That's not word. a word, but I like there's a different word for it, right? Like, yes. I love the UK. <laughs> like <laughs> I love. Oh my God, Ben Wishaw is the voice of Paddington, and it's a it's a what do you call it? Reunion. Did you see that that um, BBC movie? Um, a very British affair or very English affair? A very English affair? Oh, what's it called? It's with Hugh Grant and Ben Wishaw, where it's a true story about this guy who was going to be the head of the Liberal Party in the seventies, but he had like a gay affair with like a young guy who like wasn't mentally well. And so he's driving him crazy because he's like threatening to come out and blah, blah, blah. And so then the guy's like, you know what? What if I just kill him? And every, all of the <laughs> advisors are like, don't. And so then he has, and then it's like all the stuff that goes wrong. It's incredible. It's so good. It's like a three hour series. <laughs> um, I, that sounds right up my alley. I'll it's really good. Out. If you could find it, I'm, I'll look it up because Ben Wishaw won the golden globe and the sag he won all the stuff for the miniseries um it's bbc it's real and hugh grant plays the guy and it's really it's really good it's really funny but it's also like oh my god and it's all true cool um, um but yeah i'm a britophile <laughs> i that's one not a word two it's like are you a royal family head no i i hate the royal i want to dis i i find the royalty, the most boring part of their celebrity dumb. <laughs> also, I love Ireland too, and I guess they're not a part of that. Don't 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 go around saying look around <laughs> lumping them together. You'll start. They're different. War. I understand. I understand the politics. <laughs> Just start the troubles once more. They're different. I know. I know. And I like Scotland. Basically, like see this look. Yeah. This is everything I could want in my life. Just and it breaks dog. my heart that English Canada didn't just fully rip off the way London looks. Like we <laughs> didn't go European at all. You, you just wish like the rest of like English Canada was like Quebec. Yeah. yeah. But like the, the London version. Every, every city, no matter how big or small has big Ben in it. Yeah, you know, when I saw Big Ben, he was all covered in scaffolding. You couldn't see him. Yeah. Uh, someone was telling me, because, you know, like in Ontario, there's all like the small towns like London and Windsor and like all those. One of them <laughs> had to change. <laughs> the bear yeah. the thing. It's so funny. The um, bear touched the thing that made its hair stand on it and he got so spooked. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Uh, I was I think it was like Kitchener or one of them <laughs> what used to be called Berlin and then renamed their town during World War II who was this right one of the Ontario towns it was Ontario because all the oh, Ontario and then towns they like renamed Waterloo London etc all named after yeah. like yeah Paris all named after like big cities in Europe and that one of them was Berlin and then during World War II changed their name to like Kitchener like it's it's just so cruel to name London Ontario or Paris Ontario like what a cruel thing to be like yeah. where are you from Paris and people are like oh, Ontario and I go whoa that's where, where are you from Paris Ontario that's why uh are we from Paris of course uh, this joke is not gonna land I don't know where <laughs> I'm going I I bailed I 
I chose the wrong movie to watch because I'm into it. I don't know. I don't know what you're saying right now. Neither am I. I'm sorry. I was absolutely delighted by this movie immediately. I, I, I didn't think I would be because honestly, I was a babysitter for so long and I watched so many kids movies and I just get yeah. so bored of them. But maybe Paddington, this one will fall apart in the third act. No, Paddington just gets better and better. Uh, the pro- other thing is, I feel like kids don't like the Paddington movies. Like, the kids, like kids don't like Ratatouille. Yeah. Because Ratatouille is not a kids movie. It is a very good romantic comedy. Uh, yeah. I think... I think like like the like, like kids movie that kids want to watch is like the Minions movie. Like, well, that's every, their shit. Every once in a while, a movie strikes a chord among every child that I babysat, and the ones that when I was babysitting Cars. Oh, Cars! Like cars everyone's decimated. Like, every, everyone's like Cars is Pixar's worst movie, and like Cars is Pixar doing what Pixar set out to do. They make children's animated children, movies, yeah. <laughs> and Cars did it. Like, yeah, and the like, kids- like they don't. Did you ever see Onward, the new Pixar movie? No, it's on Disney Plus, but it, like that doesn't appeal to me at all. The look of it, it's it's funny, and the last ten minutes of it are is darker and more brutal than any drama I've ever watched. Like it's truly upsetting. Well, um, you know, Pinocchio, and I was like, this is definitely not for kids. Like, this is not. But for- Pinocchio, um, Dumbo. These are truly yeah. upsetting movies. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah. But the no, this is upsetting in a way that like a kid wouldn't quite understand. And uh, and I'm like, this is just for adults. Like they like, they feel like they nailed it with the uh, uh, Toy Story three uh, going into the fire. I gotta be frank. And then trying to find that moment again. The two movies that everyone talks about that really makes them cry and they they love about Pixar: Toy Story three and Inside Out. Up did not one. do it for me. Remember, the first the first 10 minutes of up is like a short film oh, no, no. to make you feel I didn't like say shit. Up. I said inside out. Yeah, inside out's garbage. Inside out and Toy what, Story 3. I don't know what anyone sees in Inside Out. The first 20 minutes of or what is it 15 minutes of up or 10? Yeah. Yeah. Is a short film and it's the most perfect short film I've ever seen in my entire and the life. Re- then the remainder of up, I challenge you to remember any detail about it. I don't think I've watched past the beginning to be honest. Um so in the movie, this is what begins what I consider the the sketch portion of Paddington. He's so cute, Alex. <laughs> yeah. He looks uh, like my sister's puppy Joaquin. That's why I can't handle oh. it. He reminds me of Chris Lavier and uh look at his look at his hair wiggle. Um <laughs> so cute. Uh so uh, uh <laughs> sorry, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Yes, but like, okay, so this movie, he just goes from basically sketch to sketch where he's very polite, but doesn't do the right thing, but everyone still loves him, and that's his character, and it's like sketch to sketch, and they all kind of add up against each other, and the third act is like a little more like wrapping up the story, but it still like does what it needs to. <laughs> oh, this is the funniest movie I've ever seen. It's so good. Oh, no, no, no. He shaved his head. It's because it's hitting that exact sweet spot of it's so cute it makes you laugh. Yes. It's like all of these work as like almost perfect little also, sketches. Who's going, who's being like, I live, in the, I live in London. I live in obviously a rich part of London. I got to get my hair cut. I'll go to the one that a small bear works at. Because well, I imagine. He's, the bears are just clean. The yeah. Because he's he's trying to get a job to afford the antique book to send to his aunt. No, he's not. Yes. And so he's cleaning. That's why he's working at the 
the the hairdresser could just be just cleaning. And then this guy wanted him to cut his hair. Oh, like and rather chill. than tell him, rather than tell him no, because he's so polite, he tries his best. Also, he's so, he is like Chris Lavier. Yes. <laughs> this guy is the best. He's he was in the episode of Friends where he's. Ro- <laughs> I ch- I, do this again. I can explain. Like once every five episodes, we do a movie that's too good for this podcast. <laughs> Calling him Mr. Giuseppe. So, oh, Mr. Giuseppe, I can explain. Yeah, this is going to be unlistenable. It's me crying left. Oh, I love this movie so much. I've watched it like ten times. Like I genuinely. I'm like, going to make my mom watch this. I think she'll really like it. I don't. I can't imagine you not liking it. I can't imagine anyone not liking it. Like you have to have such a hole in your heart. And I don't mean this as like, oh, it's sweet, it's fun. It's like, no, it's like genuinely very funny. I mean, it this has as a whole as story a, through it. I mean, this it, a, as a compliment, but it reminds yeah. me of like watching a cute kid video on Instagram, but the entire movie. It adds up more than those videos do. Like it's not just like cute, 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 cute. Like it, it all kind of comes together. Like that guy who he got his head shaved, like comes back later. Well, he's Ross. He's Emily's father. He's Mr. Waltham. Uh, he's got so much like BBC money into it. So that's also why like all these actors are like banging actors. They have to hit so much like, like, you know, like see like the Canadian government has like tax grants and shit for like, if your movie's more Canadian, Britain does it far better and is like, yeah, we have lots of tax money for if your movie's fully British. That's why like Hugh Grant's in it. That's why like all these people are in it because it's like, yeah, and it doesn't matter because they have a real star system. We don't have if yeah. we had a real star system, we'd be able we to do have, stuff like this. We don't have a real star system. We don't have real funding. Yeah. We have funding for like work, like so a Netflix show can come shoot here, but we don't have funding for like above the line people to like create think, our own like star system. I believe in I'm a communist <laughs> or like yeah. I'm very left. Except in the arts. I think the arts should be as capitalistic as possible. I disagree. Because <laughs> no. I th- I think I think I think the problem is that you have lived so much where your arts funding is based on the Canadian government's arts funding, where they're giving it to the same old people and they're creating like the same boring art that isn't really meeting and the criteria with of an art. Yeah, a connection with anybody. So, if our pro, I think our problem is like extremely low budget funding that is ineffective. So then, because it's ineffective, the budget gets cut even more, and this continues being ineffective. I think if you had like large funded projects that are more focused on like exporting uh, Canadian art, whether whatever that means, that I don't think that necessarily means uh, people in the prairie. I don't think that necessarily means people in Toronto. I think it means like. Can art made by Canadians to create our own like system, you know? It needs it, 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 the CBC, they should stop defunding it and they should literally put like a billion dollars into it and then that would change everything. I mean, it's it's like a like a, the thing is like it can't be done overnight, like it's not like the, all that money exists, but the thing is like the trajectory is just downwards and downwards and downwards. And it's going to continue to be downwards because it's like the proof to cut more funding is well, in the ineffectiveness of what it's producing. Also, like CBC, when you get into CBC, when I was working there, holy fuck, Alex, there are just, they should sell the building. They're wasting money living in that building. 
Well, there's VCR Mountains in that VCR building. Mountain, CBC. Yeah. Have you met us? We just got Wi-Fi. Like, it's literally like that. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's Every so stupid. Every time I've stupid. been in CBC, I walk through these, like, one-third full floors to meeting rooms. Why aren't they at the very least, like, make all of CBC the first three floors and then rent out the rest? Like, they're not even making they normal are. sense. They, they, they do rent out a good chunk of that building. A lot of it's CBC, though. Oh, most of it's CBC. They and a lot they don't of it's empty. Yes. Um, um, this is another solid Paddington sketch. What is it's she like, going to do? This is, like, this is like Three Stooges. Paddington is me because it's yes. like I can't do stuff. <laughs> do you see him just hanging on the rope? Yeah. Also, is he a baby? Is that why he's so small? Uh, he's, he's like a young bear. Yeah. Closer to like a like a teen. Isn't this built excellently? Yeah. It is a three stooges sketch, but much cuter and funnier. Three stooges is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> Just Paddington in the back. Who does <laughs> <laughs> Like he must be Ben Wishaw the actor. Like they must be doing motion cap Oh my god. Probably. I mean I, I think they might it might be f- that they just have like good animators, you know, like they put the money into animation. No, like, but they must be tracking someone's face because his his expressions are too special. Oh, they probably track the face, but I think I think like the body animations are probably just animated. He's gonna move like a cute ass bear. He's so cute. This is like if Joaquin, if my sister's dog, came to life and had to do stuff. It's exactly how I imagine animals would be. Whoever wrote Pennington Bear has a dog or lives with an animal and thinks that they're hilarious with everything that they do. Yeah. Who's um, this guy? Is this Reese? No, yeah. no. He's a dude. He's from things. Yeah, he's from things. I thought it was the guy from Notting Hill too. And I was like, a real Notting Hill. He's um he's a, 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 a plot point in Paddington one and that he's racist towards bears. Paddington. It's yeah. I was like, it's all this. And then it's like, also got like a fun kind of like, subtle story about immigrants like Paddington, the idea being that paddington's an immigrant story is very fun uh, to i me. mean that's all the best things are when they ha- have depth like that yeah so the, yeah so the, the, this the cop story is the racist guy man when he friggin' cleaned that windows with his butt <laughs> that was the yeah. best thing i ever saw <laughs> no it was his face though he was like huh oh yeah. <laughs> he turned around it's it's always very nice when I see like, like, well done, simple comedy that works, because I feel a lot of people like Ew. don't understand comedy. Oh, and, yeah. And we we talk about this. Don't understand comedy, and then are like, ah, make it weirder, make it funnier. Ah, kids love the random, and then it's nice to see like, no, like comedy is like math in a lot of senses like it's kind of like in and out i know what happens and it's, it's always uh, very nice it's when sim- like it works you know simple simplicity like, is the point yeah that's why Freinfeld is really good yes oh my god the fact that he uses this <laughs> sensually turned around to not <laughs> he's using his full body to wash windows also just the fun of like like there's just a whole band on the skyscraper thing. <laughs> oh, I seen that skyscraper. 
And I was in London town. I was only there for four days. I have to go back. I have to at least kiss somebody there. <laughs> you just need to kiss that accent. It's very important. Actually, more so right now, like how I feel during quarantine. Mm-hmm. I need an Irishman. Like, it's very important. I realized that all I love is Irishmen. And get ready, listeners, because I watched Normal People. And boy, oh boy, every Alex, you have to watch Normal People. Isn't it good? I, start, I tried to start reading that book at one point and got mad at it. Oh, no, it I bought the book. Is it going to be bad? I just felt like reading some erotica. <laughs> I mean, give it a go. It might be good. It, might, you might it was like $11. It. Yeah, go for it. That, that's perfect. Um, it's coming tomorrow. It's uh, beautiful. It's a beautiful show. It looks like atonement, like the coloring. It's like, oh yeah, it's really like overexposed. Everyone's like, if your eyes are blue, they're really blue. If your skin is pale, it's really pale. They're all vampires. Um, and it's the guy Paul Mescal. Holy fucking shit! Like, they're all no. Like, I can't. We can't get into it. It's too much. Uh, but it's really good. It's super romantic. And I watched all of it in one day. And I don't want to talk about it because it's 12 episodes. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're half an hour, but it's still 12. Spent, you, spent, you spent a full day. I spent a full. I started at 6 and ended at 1 in the morning. Um, I, I peed a couple of times, and that's about it. <laughs> uh, uh, so what's happening is Paddington almost had enough money to buy the book and went to go, like, was walking by the store and saw someone stealing the book. And now he's chasing him down, being like, that's Auntie's book. He's on hold for me. Now, why is someone stealing that book? Uh, that'll explain later. Is Hugh um, Grant the villain? Yes. Because, yeah, because the setup is that he was like that weird circus he's man. A, no, Hugh Grant's like a, like a well-known actor who like fell on hard times. And the last thing he did was like a dog, uh, a dog food commercial. You know, and. Oh, um, the last thing he did was a, that's why you're saying dog food. Oh, yeah, I yeah. see. And that's why he was and mad that, at him. And then, uh, uh, but he's like a weird, look at this fucking goose. Uh, you uh, wish it's a uh, goose. It's a freaking swan. They're so, so violent. Um, and then, so now he's chasing down the guy, the book, but then also the cops saw the alarm and said Paddington was the person who saw the book. Cause that's who they saw who looked out of the ordinary. Cause he's different, like an immigrant. He's from Peru. Um, uh, what did people want this to be nominated for? Um, I'm not sure. Like I best picture? I, I honestly like I liked it enough that I would be like, hell yeah, it wasn't best picture, but it would be a weird thing in the in the nomination. But like, I don't know who gives a shit. Like, art subjective. Like, I definitely enjoyed this movie. I thought it was more um, artistically inventive and satisfying than like Ford versus Ferrari. Like, I'd put that in there before Ford vs. Ferrari. I mean, uh, I haven't seen it. My sister being, like, special effects. Okay. Like, special effects. I think people have said they want it. Like, the oh, bears special well done. effects. Um, but then it's going up against things like Star Wars. Yeah, and... yeah. I mean, it's just, like, the fact... Like, it's just, like... I think it's a lot of people's, like, favorite movie of the year. Probably favorite movie of, like, their life. And the fact it was, like, snubbed on so many different ways. Even just, like, supporting actors. There's, like, Hugh Grant's fun in it. I don't know. Hugh but Grant... I, I think, I think I think for it for it to get nominated, the Academy has to start caring about things they've never cared about before. Yeah, no, it's silly <laughs> that they would think that that was going to happen for it. Hugh Grant is um, 
extremely talented. I watched that movie about time, which is written by the guy who did Notting Hill and Four Weddings and a Funeral. It's very, very not. It's very good. It's very good. And it's with that guy, Brendan Gleeson. Oh, another Irishman who I'm in love with. Sorry, it's Brendan Gleeson's son, Don Hill Gleeson. And um, it was Hugh Grant because he's a good actor. Yes. Um, He's also you also learn he's crazy in this scene. Well, that's fun. Um, and you watch it and you go like, Dom Hill Gleason, very good. He's doing a very good job. But all you keep thinking about is like, but he's no Hugh Grant. Like whatever Hugh Grant has in those movies mm-hmm. is very special. And I think it's because he has, <laughs> this sounds stupid, like dignity. He has extreme dignity. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I think he also like knows how to use it. Like I think the dignity is like kind of a put on. Yeah. A little bit. Well, like he like he's too cool. Like that's why he was so good in Bridget Jones because you're like, "Oh, he's a little bit above this movie, but he's fucking bringing it." Yeah. And uh he's just great. I just think he great. Is the best. But also I'm a Britophile, so you know, I'm a little bit biased. He is very good. He's extremely you, good. How much do you love this dog commercial? It's terrifying, first of all. I, I was howling laughing the first time I saw this. This is very, very, very British. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you were British, this movie would mean even more to you. Because it's probably yes. pulling references from your childhood that we don't even... Yes. No. Um, I think it's like... You're yeah. young. You've done nothing wrong. <laughs> Watching this movie made me rethink what a good movie could be. <laughs> also, like, a plot point of this is Hugh Grant is charming. Like, yeah. it's a plot point in this movie. He is charming. These dead, they they cast correctly. I like to believe that in this universe, Notting Hill exists. Well, he'd also be a demon in the sack. No, um, <laughs> I feel that's quite fuck? strong. When we talked uh, in that you got mail episode of like how would how would Tom yeah. Hanks book? Yeah, I know how Hugh Grant would, and it would be a lot. <laughs> it would be a lot. Hugh Grant fucks for minimum, like the shortest fuck time he's ever had is an hour and a half like, <laughs> he like romances you yeah he would he, 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 throw, he threw you around is what I'm saying <laughs> <Too good work. laughs> it would be very concentrated and passionate <laughs> I think Hugh I think Hugh Grant takes a weekend off to fuck proper oh yeah yeah because could- and also I don't know where I'm looking. My parents come for sure here. It must be huge is what I'm thinking. He literally has big dick energy. He's, you can't be that confident day in and day out and not swing. It's serious. Because he has such a confidence and like, yes, he has a pleasing face, but like, let's not go crazy here. (laughs) Like, Um, you want to hear something funny? Mm -hmm. Uh, Last night I had a dream that my girlfriend got enough confidence to leave me. That was, Wow, that was my. You whole got a dream. journal about that bad boy. That was my whole dream. Was just like, like in the dream, she just had a couple of wins and was like, "Oh, I don't need you." And then Alex, me. do you think Allison doesn't have confidence, and that's why she's with you? Yes. Oh. <laughs> That makes me feel sad about Mollison about how you think about her. Well, no, because I was like, I told her about this dream, and then she's like, one. Don't worry, I don't have confidence. Oh, Two, when I get confidence, I'm not going to leave you. Like, I'm not. 
isn't that's that, not with you because I because I'm like I don't think I can do any better. Isn't or something. that interesting? Because I, yeah. I, I feel like if I was with someone who is truly not confident in a certain way, because I'm sure I've been with people that are not confident. I think she's extremely confident. Yeah. I, I think it's probably just like in my brain that I think that she thinks she's garbage. And then if that block went away, she'd be like, oh, I don't need this trash anymore. It's just real, just real like quarantine depression hours. That's I not like, an uncommon thought, though. I mean, that's no. why people get drunk to pick up. Yes. That's like literally the whole reason. I think, um, like, I like quarantine is making me insane because I'm just seeing the same things. And my brain has to, like, your your brain, like, needs new patterns to, to deal with. It needs to and look so at just, different stuff. Yeah, That's why just we, needs, traveling is good for you. It just needs not, it just needs something to be, like, novel. It needs, like, newness. And, like, I got nothing. And I'm trying. I ordered books. I'm trying. But it's, like, that's not going to work. I know it's not going to work. But, like. I'm just becoming more me and what I am. I don't like. <laughs> yeah. You need, I mean, live in that first of all. Uh, but <laughs> it's important to, I understand that. I mean, like, because you have a partner, it's interesting that it's like the same thing. Cause like I'm getting to a point where I just start to feel like, will anyone ever find me attractive again? I think, I, I, think, I think I'm very lucky. I have a partner. I think if I didn't, I, I don't quite know what my life would look like in the, in this time. Like I would, I would just be, if I was just alone, you'd be sexing. I, I'd be living in multiple Jane Austen novels, just writing letters, <laughs> writing letters to anyone. Let's just say who that a, a random person who I've known for the last five years has reached out and he reaches out for the last three nights in a row. Hell yes. Let's just say that I have a personal pornography on me right now. Right. Tips his hat. I love him. I can't even. It's hard for me. See, like when I pay attention to the movie, I can't keep up the podcast because it's. Oh, I know. Too adorable. We did it again. It, well, I, I, we can put this with the other movies that we love and did bad. Did a bad job podcasting. Did you see how we gagged? Yes. <laughs> Watching this movie makes me think of like how have so many comedy movies fucked up so good that like this movie can bang so hard and it almost seems like it's not even trying it's not like, trying. It's goal its goal is to be a kids movie first and it's one of the funniest movies i've ever seen and yet i watch like game night or some shit and like oh, I hate game night. it's trash like it's like what like oh my god like, that's dom hill gleason's dad my favorite joke send a medic to the canteen <laughs> it's just a weird dark joke in the middle of Paddington. He sent the medic to the what? It's it's uh when like the when he asks for like maybe if we made something else for food like the the guys don't really like it. Uh, he turns around. Oh, tell me more. And then it shows the co- they like a prison guard. And it's just like send a medic to the canteen. Oh. Just preemptively. <laughs> oh, I missed it. Oh no. Oh, my favorite joke in the whole movie. I was gonna say something. Yeah. British it. are better at stuff. <laughs> at acting. They're better at acting. And yes. sometimes they're better at writing. Like like how like how is it that I watch like British comedy movies and they hit and I watch with people and it hits and they're like, Oh my god, it's so funny. But then American comedy movies are like remakes of the same kind of boring formula 
at this point i would say downstream of the hangover i think it used to be downstream like 40 year old virgin but i think they kind of pivoted when the hangover came out and then like but like no one goes to see them they're really boring they don't work like you're not laughing as you're watching you know i just think it's because well there's a couple of things Mm. uh i think the way that they're taught literature and um uh they're taught literature the way they're taught oral speaking like in school i think Mm. they're all prepped to be performers in a way that we aren't as like a nation like even the Mm. uk drag race they're what's it called when they have to do um oh my god i forgot what it's called when they have to do uh, oh game they have to be like jokes. They have to make a roast, but I forgot what the fuck it's oh, called. Uh, read them to filth. Yeah, I forget. It has a name, but they, but the UK roast was incredible. Every yeah. single drag queen was literally funny. Whereas the ones in the states, like they are not oh. funny. There's always one, and that's it. So I just when think Ma- that it's Ma's like watching Drag Race, and I just get so mad at the structure of comedy that's happening on there of like it's actively making it less funny and then they all talk as if they know like i'm a comedy queen like you ain't seen nothing funny and you're actively in the way of making it work but that's because um rupaul has a really bad sense of humor like i listen to his like he is funny rupaul Mm. she's like so so funny but what they like is not funny Hmm. it's just yeah but it's like it's not it's not so much like it's not funny it's like it's constructed in such a way that's confusing that doesn't work and so you might have a funny idea but doesn't play and then has no idea like what does play anymore it's i don't i i i watch i watch rupaul's drag race as a straight man and just go i have notes uh (laughs) yeah i mean i can't get into this i already said that i think british people are better so i'm already promoting white supremacy (laughs) yeah but I also think like there's a lot of campiness to like gay humor that is just not actually funny. And there's even a joke in in Will and Grace where there there's like a it's it's like one of the last times that Will and Grace was good, like when it was it was yeah. slowly declining as a series. And they did yeah. like a three episode arc where it was Karen's cousin came and and then he just came out of the closet and he's like 35 and they like do like a my fair lady thing on him and it's will on the phone with him being like, yeah, I know, I know, I know all gay movies are bad, but we pretend that we like them. Okay. (laughs) Like, 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 like like Britain, like, like they, they created the art form that we're doing. They created the type of theater that we watch. They created the type of like, they pioneered. You would argue stuff. Russian, Russian theater as well. But our, um, is our stuff really based in Russian stuff, or is it more like we all learn Shakespeare in school? We don't all learn like Chekhov. Not all of us. Not in the way that we. I think. I, th- I think modern acting, modern acting is more downstream of Chekhov than Shakespeare. But I, I just think this movie is probably more downstream of Shakespeare than Chekhov. That's a different. But <laughs> but here's the deal: we don't watch yeah. Russian stuff. I could be talking out of my hat. If I had Speak access, for yourself. I watch Russian stuff all yeah. the time, which now I think is more downstream with like Brecht, but that's different. Well, I mean, like also Russia's, you know, like they don't have the freedom that they they could be having. Um, mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas like the UK is what is happening right now? She, he's flashing back to when he felt cool. Is this the guy from Downton Abbey? They play yes. the song Daddy Cool. 
<laughs> yeah. That was very yeah. funny. <laughs> God bless you. Anyways, let's just say that my thoughts on the matter aren't PC. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't I don't think that's not PC. I think to say that like British acting schools create people that are more attuned to what dominant culture looks like is not a is is not a like controversial statement <laughs> like that makes a lot of it's the same with like i like what canadian acting like canada doesn't have a theater school like a like a steppenwolf or like a technically uh, that's what george brown is supposed to be because george brown is supposed to feed into soul pepper but but oh, and then okay. and then like national theater school like these things ryerson these these things are supposed to be good yeah, yeah, we're not coming from around the world to go to George Brown Theater School. No, and I'll and, and I'll tell you why though, because there's not enough work in Canada to get people good enough to be worth it to train from. Yeah, that's all it is. I mean, yeah, yeah. We make bad art, and we live in a country full of bad art. Yeah, turn on CBC we any make given day, such and bad art. And yes, 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 yeah. we are talented, but then. We just do like like the theater in Toronto is fucking garbage. sucks. Absolute trash. And like there are very good actors and there are very good playwrights. Yeah, but I've I've seen theater I've liked in Toronto, but it's been very much off the beaten path. The best thing I ever because, saw in Toronto was from the yeah. UK. <laughs> yeah. The name of the theater company was the DVH. All White Cast. <laughs> No, no. They the whole point of it was telling stories of it was like a docu theater thing, oh, and they yeah. would record people's actual like interviews, and sometimes they'd mouth them, sometimes they would say them as a monologue, and it was about um, being gay in in countries where it was illegal, and so there was actually a lot of different types of people, if you must know, but they all had British accents. <laughs> I the, I think the best the last best like Canadian thing I've seen was the Sookie and Lee play um oh i heard that was very good it was amazing like i was like blown away that something this cool was at the national uh theater center and then all the reviews are vicious and i'm like what because the whole play is her being like censorship isn't like it's her like meditations on censorship and it's the censorship of the play she wants to make by the national theater country and the censorship of like racism in, in, in Canada. And it turns it around. Like the whole play kind of turns around. What was it called? Do you remember? Um, uh, unsafe, I think. Unsafe. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. familiar. And then, um, it was so good. Like, like I genuinely was like, I was amazed. It was like something like this was happening in Canada. And then, the next like like mall saw it and was like this is really good and i i really want to see it and i saw it and i was like this is really good and then the next and like she looks up the reviews and she's like the canadian like authority hates it like hates it i'm so sorry like, all, all the things i loved about it would be like written as negatives i'm so sorry yes paddington just gave a hard stare yes Who's Aunt Lucy? Is it Nicole Kidman? Aunt, no, Aunt Lucy is the bear back in. Oh, I'm uh, her. Okay. 
Jesus Christ. Anyway, yeah, who, yeah. Who raised Paddington? Who saved him on the 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 floating log at the very right, right, right. Oh, Aunt Lucy. Um, yeah, no, no, but it's true. Uh, but also, on top of us having bad art, we also have some of the worst reviewers in the world. Oh, yeah. So, like, on top of the art not being that great, we also have people who review ter- terribly. Like, I'm sorry, everyone yeah. who's ever reviewed a Second City show doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do, I do wish there was like, um, like a media around comedy in Canada, but I also know, like a thing I do hate is people, people's critiques of comedy. Cause they're often based on nonsense. Like I'm just like, they, they don't take into account that like comedy is very personal and that like what I find funny, you won't find funny, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And I think a lot of like reviews of comedy are often tell more about the reviewer than about the product itself. And then it becomes, and if you're a reviewer of comedy, I'm not going to lie. You're probably pretty boring. Like you're probably a pretty boring person. Oh no, you froze. Oh, am I back? Am I here? You're back. Hello? You're back. Yeah. Okay. If you're a reviewer of comedy, you're probably a pretty boring person. So you're, well, so, you're so you're betraying. I got asked to review. Guess what? I got asked to review for an what? online publication. What? Middle Ditch and Schwartz. Oh my god, we got to talk about. I haven't watched it yet. I have to watch oh. it and then review it. It's only two hundred it words though. They only That's want two hundred words. It's not a lot. It's, it's enough for me to say like Thomas Middleditch is really funny, but he's super pompous. <laughs> have you pompous seen it? Is- Yes. Is it good? No. I didn't think it would be. It's it's on par with like like a week like super hot date night or like a week show on a Friday at Bad Dog. That's Where shocking. Count- Improv, unless you're like Christopher Guest, unless or curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. Oh fuck. And you've worked out a, a, a system to capture the lightning in a bottle, which is like a full rehearsed, properly done system. Yeah, it's not going to be good. Yeah, and, but I think also, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. So keep going. Well, I just think they're going to ruin it for all of us. Like, if those two can't make a good special, then it's not going to like the improv is just not going to be good. Well, what's wild to me is like I was watching. I was like, this is horrible. Like, this is about god awful. How long is it? Like, uh, each each set. There's three sets. Each one's an hour. Oh, I have to watch three hours. Um. Uh, and, and, and you, and they really lean on the like classic improv trick of like interviewing someone at the beginning and then like dropping a reference to it 20 minutes later. And everyone's like, Oh my God, they remembered the thing. Like, it's like, that's 90% of the show. God, 200 words um, is going to be so fucking hard. I have to look back. Maybe it's 2000 words and then that's too long. <laughs> do that. I, I could write 2000 words about it. Very about easily, this? Let me worry. see. Uh, 200 word. Good luck. Um, That's like smaller than my biography. And like my bio, uh, my bio, my actor bio yeah. is 150 words. And I That's have to edit. And I haven't done a lot. <laughs> um, uh, where was I going with this? I had a point. Middle age short. Oh, yeah. I think, I think a lot of people improvise in recorded media like they would in a stage show and not think about 
that they might have to improvise differently to make it recorded media. Well, work. who's the director? Cause that's who they, that's what they would need. I, I doubt they had a stage director. They probably just had a like film director. Yeah. Yeah. The film director should have worked. They should, they should yeah. have had two directors. They should have worked in tandem and they should have, or they should have given as much input as they possibly can. Like, I don't know. I gotta watch. I gotta watch. And then I will let you know. We'll talk about another cast. We'll talk about what another cast. Right now, I got to talk about normal people. I know. I complained about watching three hours of something, and I literally watched, them. I think, six hours of something. Like, no problem. But the difference is, is, I don't know if you know about this normal people. There's this guy named Connell in it, and uh, <laughs> there are no words for how hot he is. Um, I don't know. I hope you watch this movie again, because... I'm I'm now getting angry that you're not paying attention to some of the. I try to st- pay attention to it, else, and I, I literally like when you were talking about Suki and Lee's movie, I could not understand what you were saying because uh, Paddington was doing yeah. a hard stare, so I have yes. to kind of do. No, no, I know. I, I, I'm <laughs> just saying, let's let's just keep going. Let's just enjoy it. But I do hope I'll you watch it. it again. I'll rewatch it because he's so um, effing cute. Because right now he made marmalade sandwiches and got a standing ovation. <laughs> And then they're learning about other recipes that they could make together. All the prisoners are bonding together. We make jokes, but this would bond prisoners. This would be a good thing if you let them cook what they know or what they could do. Oh, yes. No. He's just so sweet. He brings out the good in everybody. Yes. Yes. And here's the thing. is Everyone talks about how good Paddington 2 is. Paddington 1's just as good, baby. Oh, yeah? Yes. Paddington 2, I, th- I do think it's like the better movie. But, of this philosophy. <laughs> but Paddington 1 is like on par. You know what it probably is? It's probably a Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia 2 situation. Mamma Mia 1 is still good, but Mamma Mia 2 is very special. Mamma Mia 2 is a fucking mess, and you cannot claim that it is the better of the two movies. It is They're the both better fucking of the messes. two movies. They're both there fucking are no messes. Words. Mamma Mia 2 is a better movie. And then when you get to the point where Cher comes, and, she, yes. then the, the, and the girl goes, Grandmother, you weren't invited. And then she goes, Little girl, that's the best kind of party. If she wasn't invited, how did she know to go there? <laughs> look, at, look at how cool their prison is now. It's beautiful. The set design. I think if I were going to nominate it for anything, it would be set design. I prison it, street an, prison. It, this movie's all time. Like this is going to be more remembered than Green Book was. <laughs> that one best picture. I don't know. Okay, but I'm not going to lie. So I went into Green mm-hmm. Book, not like being pissed, and. Mahershala and Viggo Mortensen have like really good chemistry. It's very, very enjoyable to watch them. They, they, they have two like A plus actors having fun. But truly like, having let's be fun. Real, the movie's not good. Like the movie's not No no, and it's a minstrel show for Italians at the beginning. Like they <laughs> might as well just be saying like double ghoul to each other the entire But I get it because the guy who wrote it is, you yeah. know it, he's a gobble ghoul. They're all like the top actors of the UK, all of those prisoners. Oh. Yes. Like that like... guy next to next to Brendan Gleeson is is a vanilla sky guy. Forget his oh name. Oh my god, he is. He's also an almost famous. He's in a lot. Oh. In yeah. perfume. 
Remember Perfume? Did you ever watch that? Yes. It was. It's interesting. Bad. It's good. The first hour is really good, I thought. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say ultimately I didn't enjoy it, but it certainly had some big ideas. It did have big ideas. But you know who the, lead, the, the star of Perfume is? Paddington. Yeah, it's um. It's Ben Mitchell. Yeah. In I in my brain, there is no actor playing Paddington. It is just Paddington. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> Do my not bad. ruin this. I'm for so me. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so um, the Rock has a thing on Instagram where his kid watches Moana all the time, and yeah. so whenever his part his song comes on, he'll sing it with the video, and he films the kid, and then and then he goes, "Now is Daddy?" I forget the name of the character. That character, and the little girl goes. No, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so like okay, I'll try again. <laughs> it's really cute. Uh, first of all, first of all, let's let's have a real good talk about how Hugh Grant looks. Yeah, he looks. He looks like he's like in a uh, should be in like a a sci fi movie today. Like, like he looks like he's wearing like it looks like he's wearing like an outfit from Dune. But he's also <laughs> dressed like an elderly woman. He's wearing a, a powder blue vest with pearl buttons. He looks like Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> and like a, a soft sweater turtleneck. And like a chain. The and chain is absurd. And the see-through glasses make him look very eccentric. He looks like he's about to die in a cult. Yeah, he definitely looks like a cult. <laughs> But see, it's details like that, that this character is dressed like that makes Paddington a good movie. Like, clearly yeah. they think oh, about yeah. stuff. I, that's, again, like, this movie's so fucking tight. Like, every part of it weaves into the rest of the movie. And look at this house. Yeah. And, like, even, like, every part, like, the set design weaves into the rest of the movie. Like, everything weaves into the rest of the movie. And I think that's what all those, like, the comedy's complaining about is they, they just, there's this energy of like, we'll let our funny people say funny things and it'll fucking be hilarious. And it doesn't always work, man. Like you've shot stuff. Shooting things is really slow and hard to do, which is like. That's so than cool. Like, what yeah. they just did. Which is, which is like different than like when you're improvising on stage and like actually making people laugh. It's like so fast and like you're ahead of people. And I think like so many American comedy movies are just like underwritten. Like. <laughs> interesting yeah very underwritten or overwritten and, like game night is overwritten yeah yes but but game night still has that thing of just like they overwrite the plot and they put them in the room and they're just like now be funny like i don't know talk about whatever when like that's not how comedy works <laughs> not how not how comedy works on film yeah um hold on i want to see who directed this movie it has a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes it's a goddamn masterpiece. But only 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> Fucking liars. Paul King. He's, he's done other good things, I think. Let's see what he's done. Paul King. The Mighty Boosh. Oh, he's a comedian. Yeah. The Bunny and the Bull is all is the only other thing that he's done. Hold on, let me see. No, he's done TV. He's like BAFTA. Mighty Boosh. Um, Little Britain. Little, little Crackers. Britain, yeah, yeah, little things. Yeah, he's he's a sketch dir- cr- comedian. 
which makes sense of why of, like why I say this movie is like closer to a sketch movie than it is to like a narrative movie, but it weaves the sketches so narratively in such a nice. I love it. Um, a plus movie. It's adorable. It has a good pace. How long oh, is it? Fucking, I think it's a breezy hour thirty. It's an hour, hour 40. forty-three. Yeah. It's a little bit too long for a children's movie. The. I think the like last shot is an hour thirty-five. So like really just like. But I say that, but like Ratatouille is like a tight two. <laughs> You're th- this is all news to me that you like revere Ratatouille in that way. Oh, because I, I would talk no about point Ratatouille. Would I call, at no point would I call Ratatouille tight. Ratatouille is amazing. <laughs> right, I don't think it's bad. I just wouldn't call it tight. Like Ratatouille has a lot of space in it. Yeah. Because you get to fall. I don't know if you know about this, but Paris is the fifth character in Ratatouille. <laughs> so you get you get to fall in love with Paris. Uh, this pitch that Public Works just sent in is the first pitch we've set in. Where at no point do we drop the line. Much like how in Sex in the City, New York is the fifth character in our show, and then like something insane is the fifth character, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is like often like a part of the show, like it, it helps explain it. But it's the first time we didn't do that, and we were like, should we find a way to fit that? <laughs> I mean, make it the first thing. I mean, it also is a comedy bang bang joke. Yeah. Um, Walter, I mean, it, count it, it's, it down it's the started... top the top 100 yeah i was gonna read that i was reading it today it's i gotta listen to that one the character that is jason manzoukas his name is jeff something no yeah i have never heard him because i didn't get into Hollywood bang bang until like three years ago oh yeah i think the best years are behind it for sure of having this made no no of comedy bang bang oh my god yes i i've stopped comedy bang bang years ago because i'm just like my my comedy bang bang was when Andy Daly was on would show up and I would it he would be comes, on fire. So you should just listen to the Christmas show every year. That's I I, I often just listen to like the, the Christmas, Christmas show is incredible. And then what happens is every time I listen to the Christmas show, I then listen to the best of, and then that makes me want to go back. So then there's always like a good month of the year where I'm constantly listening to comedy bang bang, and then and then it starts to grate a little bit. I I. I, I Controversial opinion. I don't love um, the host. Uh, I like. Scott, I know people hate Scott Ackerman. Everyone hates him. I really like him. I find him in the way of me enjoying the show, and that's kind of why I. That's what everyone says. I think that he is an incredible yes ander to the point of being an idiot. Where he'll yeah. yes and like if I were to be like so as I was saying a blah sorry a blowfish and then you'd be like I'm sorry what a blah and then he'll like. Like he takes the first offer, the very yeah, yeah. first offer. And yeah. that is, that's a really cool skill that like people don't do. I, I don't know. Hosts don't get all the love either. Cause like for the first few years of me listening to how did this get made? I never thought Paul Shear was funny either. Cause he was like driving well, it along. Paul Shear is not funny. No, no, no. You're very wrong. So I, I watched Paul the Shear live done this show. funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You have to be listening to How Did This Get Made. They've been going on tour for the year. Yeah. And so they've done a lot of live shows. And Paul Shear is the funniest one. Really? Yeah. And I say this as a diehard Jason Manzouk fan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna tell a story and I'm going to erase a couple of names. 
Um, so there's a relatively famous comedian that we're two degrees of separation from. We are? Yes, we are. Okay. Um, and uh, I'll tell you after. And he recently had moved to L.A. and had met Paul Shear shooting something. Okay. And was talking to him about like moving to L.A. I'm like trying to figure out like blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, we'll come over to this thing. I'm like, there's like an event. Like you can come like hang out like blah, blah. blah. He's like, okay. And he goes and it's like a, an Xbox event or something. Okay. And then um, he shows up and he thought he thought it was like a like an L.A. thing. He's like, he doesn't know. Shows up, sees Paul Shears like, wow, this is crazy. This is weird. There's a lot of like people trying to sell me an Xbox. And he's like, yeah, man, new Xbox One's really good. And Paul Shears then tries to sell him an Xbox. And he's like, did Paul Shears try to like, m- like multi-level marketing me about xbox one like what the fuck is happening why because paul paul shears didn't i either he didn't know he was a comedian or was just like grifting his way and apparently other people i know who've met paul shear are like he's just like grifty he's like sleazy in real life whoa that's disappointing but also confusing it doesn't make any sense yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, it kind of does. If you think is that are like coming up, his best friends were Aziz Ansari and Rob Hubel to like. What's wrong with Rob Hubel? Oh, no. What's going on? Rob, Rob Hubel is just like known to be kind of an asshole when working on stuff. Oh, I mean, sure. Listen, let's be frank. Comedians who came up whose like breeding grounds was the early 2000s. What a brutal time. If you're a straight white dude and you were doing comedy in that time, you were an asshole. There's just yeah. no way that you weren't. That's, That's like, true. and you thought you were right. You thought like everything about it is just asking. It's just asking for a shitty time. Yeah. Um, which sucks because, but he's so funny in the lectures. And also, like I'm not gonna lie, I found him very attractive when I saw him. In the lectures. <laughs> I can't. What? I can't. <laughs> I've had a few sexual dreams about <laughs> You've had sexual dreams about Paul Shear and and Dude. both of his teeth? <laughs> and both of his teeth were in those dreams too, huh? He looks great now. What can I say? Jesus. He's got his facial hair. It looks great. Listen, I'm not about looks, man. <laughs> I actually don't think I am about looks. Unless you're you have to look a certain way. That doesn't mean that you're <laughs> you, ugly. You must be, you must be translucent. <laughs> must be very pale. <laughs> uh, and skinniness isn't a prerequisite, but it's helpful. <laughs> um, I'm trying to recall. I was listening to a podcast and someone was talking about their dad and their dad was a gambler. And like he has a grifty nature to him. And it's mm-hmm. embarrassing. Like, he can't help it sometimes. He's, he was talking about how he's kind of grifty. And how he brought his dad to a premiere. He was in a movie, I think, with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. And he brought the dad to the premiere. And he really didn't want to. I wish I could remember who this actor was. And then and the dad started to, like, try to sell Tom Cruise on something. That's so funny. And Tom Cruise is like, okay, thank you. That's okay. I, I can't remember who it was. I can't. I, can't. I want to say it was on Justin Long's show. Oh, it's the guy 
from I, Tanya. He also was in, um, oh my God, that, that Clint Eastwood movie where he plays the, the guy who was accused of doing the Olympics bombing. I'm not sure. Oh, um, he's like one of the thugs in I, Tanya. Like he's the idiot that comes yeah, up yeah, with yeah. the idea to hit the, yeah, like he's really, the, he's, he's basically if Ted Hambly was in the States, Ted would have yeah. that guy's career. Yes. Yeah. I had a great dinner. My mom made chicken piccata. <laughs> yeah, her friend gave her the recipe and she's made it twice now and it's fucking great. All it is yeah. is you lightly fry, you flour chicken and then you lightly fry them and then you take it out and then you make a mixture of like with a little bit of the flour. It's almost like you're making a gravy and onions and lemons. So it's like delicious lemon chicken with onions. Wow. Then I had I, green beans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Right. Pelican looks for the good in all of us. Then somehow he finds it. You know what? There was a point in my life where I did a very confident British accent in my like late teens. And then it just I, went away. I think every teen thinks they did, and trust me, you didn't. Because no, I thought I did too. Good. And then I saw a video of me doing it, and I was like, oh never mind. I no, didn't have it at really all. Good. I was really good at it. Well, I'm gonna see if I can track See, like, because what, cause what happens, so I learned yeah. about this in theater school. You, you have to speak at the front of your mouth. And yes. I think I'm, when you're a teen, you're not set in the way that you talk yet. So I bet you it's easier to take on stuff. Mm. But now it's like, oh, boy, I speak with a wide way of speaking. Like, I've, I've yeah. really leaned into my, like, eat a little Canadian-ness. Because, like, yes. like, I learned stuff in theater school, and then I thought that it was kind of fucking racist that they were trying to flatten out how we talked. And I was like, no, nah, yeah. fuck you. Um, and so, like, I can talk more proper when I want to. <laughs> when I don't want to. But, like, to talk British, you'd have to be up here the entire time. You must. You but also, must. like, what am I doing? Am I doing royal pronunciation? I don't think so. No. I can only do, like... I think I do um, I do whatever television show I like this is like more free bag like maybe like I'm from London or something (laughs) Um, that is like one of my favorite jokes of where Paddington's sneaking in in a garbage bin he's like walking through and then like a cop throws a sandwich in there and goes thank you you're welcome and he stops and looks at the bin (laughs) (laughs) like he almost gets caught because he's too polite that this movie understands game of scene. Yeah. Because it's a sketch guy. Yeah. They also understand like fun. Oh my God. He's such a master of disguise. You Grant. Yeah. Um, I think if I was British, I would probably talk like this in real life. Like that's yeah, right. If I was British, it'd be like, oh, I love, what are you going? <laughs> <laughs> What's that called? Like Chav? Yeah. Cockney, Chav, I don't know. Is that a word? Chav's a word. There's like a Chav's type a of girl. That's what I would be. <laughs> Chav, Chav's like a thing of like, yeah. <laughs> so you missed the yeah, setup to that. Yeah, what was his storyline? You missed the setup to that in the beginning because we were talking through it. But I also missed the setup to that when I watched it. And I howled laughing because I thought it was just a weird like payoff <laughs> yeah. to something from the first movie. My name's not J-Dog. It's, my name's not J-Dog. It's Jonathan and I love steam trains. Is something me and Mollison repeated forever until we rewatched this movie. He's like, oh, it actually sets it up at the very beginning. What's uh, the setup? <laughs> like, what could it possibly be? 
is that he used to love steam trains and then uh, he changed who he was to to be cool because he's a teen now and uh, he became J-Dog as like a self-styled thing. Yeah, he's a fucking steampunker. I'm sure he'll find yeah. himself a disgusting girl in a corset. There, I said it. I hate steampunk. <laughs> I, me and Marsh have talked about this, but like every so often we always got to make sure we don't just verge into steampunk. Yeah, over, you like, guys... Like, yeah, you, you your we'll hairstyles like, alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be like, Mar- Marshall's like, I bought a pair of boots, and then I looked over and saw a steampunk guy. Like, I'm like, oh my god, this real steampunk guy. That's hilarious. And we're wearing the same boots. I'm like, yeah, what am I yeah, doing? yeah. Marshall has um, like his all red docks, his all green docks. I think they're oh, really yeah. cool, and I think Marshall looks really good in them. But yes, they could be considered yes steampunkable. And you wear skinny enough pants, and you gotta be careful, oh, yeah. Alex. Yeah. You got them skinny legs. And there's little things I think are cool. And then I'm just like, oh, wait, that's just steampunk. Yeah. You know what happens with me is I'll get a crush on an actor, usually of British descent and uh, or Scottish or Irish. Yeah. And they've all they'll always do one movie that'll be like a romantic drama that I'll be like, oh, shit, I got to watch. I got to see what else this guy's in. And then their next movie choices are always such boring action movies. And then I immediately think, like, whatever, you know what, forget it. And I just won't be fooled again. <laughs> but I remember, like, I saw Colin Farrell, and I was like, I gotta see. And then he did this movie called, like, Tigerland, and I was like, oh, so boring. <laughs> and then, yeah, James McAvoy, I watched Wanted. Ewan McGregor, he did Black Hawk Down. So boring. Black Hawk Down is one of the worst movies. So boring. It's a, it's a racist hottest. movie where it's like, what? It's like, racist movie where it's like, what if. Uh, uh, what if instead of zombies, it was brown people? Is like the plot well, of the true story. Yeah, but the, it, it's not. Yeah, the true story of American interventionism <laughs> leading yeah, to a bunch no, no, of dead bias, brown people the because they true. fucked up. It's insane. It's very sad, and it's a sad. Yeah. Um, like I remember watching it, thinking like, why did they want to? Why would? Why were they trying to glamorize this story? Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, it's it's like it's from that era where they were trying to make Afghanistan movies work, but it was always like propaganda y. They are propaganda, but Black Black Hawk Down was Afghanistan of the past. No, no, Black Black Hawk Down was Clinton. Yeah, it's so depressing. It's just that they like didn't give the food out properly. Yeah, and then it's like, how are they the heroes in the end of this? They fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I think of, I think of like a, um, I don't know. It's, it's just so we know. I got nothing to add. Yeah, it's upsetting. It also, to do a hard pivot, Hugh Grant did one of my favorite acting things, where they he, he said like, "Oh, a little girl and an insurance man. What am I going to do?" And then Hugh Bonneville says something, and his response is like, "Huh?" <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 okay, I see what they want the nominations for they want hugh grant hugh grant is is is, um what's the word like illuminating he's like effervescent like this is a a revelation hugh grant is a revelation that's what it is (laughs) like hugh grant sells it as a villain but i think you could put other people in there and it would still be a good movie but like i don't know every part every part of this is just perfect it's great oh bear 
Yeah, Hugh Grant. No, because because what Hugh Grant is because what you're also laughing at with Hugh Grant is that it's Hugh Grant. But on top yes. of it, he's super committed and good. But oh, like yeah, yeah. Colin Firth could do it, and it would be really funny too. Like you, you yeah. get someone with a lot of dignity. <laughs> yeah. But Colin Firth is in the first one. I'm pretty. I'm pretty certain that he's. Yes, in I, I, I think he's in one of them. Him and Nicole Kidman are in the first one. I think. Who were the judges on the train? And they're whole, the way that they hold him is <laughs> so cute. This is Notting Hill where they live. Oh. Oh, different colored houses. So beautiful. I love that place so much. I, I went to Notting Hill thinking, oh, it's funny to go to Notting Hill because of the movie slash like it's Portobello Road. So that's where yeah. like antique shops were created. Oh my god, he's so cute. Um, but I fell in love with Notting Hill. It's the most stunning, like such a nice atmosphere. And we like sat in a pub for like three hours and just like <laughs> stared. So this, this is the part that I was like, oh no. This part where I was drunk enough and almost cried. And then uh, also the very beginning of Paddington 1, very drunk. There's a shot of Paddington being sad that truly wrecked me. Vita able to fucking eat shit. He comes downstairs. All of his friends are there applauding. Is Aunt Lucy going to be there? Oh, you know it. And like, he just wears the hat. Where's the yes. little toggle coat? He didn't wear that once in this movie. Yeah, he wore it the whole time. At the beginning. Oh, at the beginning. No. Oh, my God. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No, they didn't do that for him. They all threw it together. The whole, neighborhood, the, the whole neighborhood threw together. And, they, and look they who they... Cried. <laughs> right? And then it goes silent. Oh, no, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> The end of this movie. Oh, that's how it ends. Oh my god, it ends on happy birthday, Lucy. You know what I mean? I was like, it's not even sad. You're just so happy for him. It ends like that is wild. It's so good. That's a wild way to end it. Did you like this? So I'm going to ask you, did you like this movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the best movie I've ever seen in my entire life. He's a disgrace. Oh, yeah. Amber, what's more movie? But have you... He's going to jail for 10 years. But look what he does in jail. It's his eyeliner that's very special in his in his makeup, too. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love this? <laughs> oh, no. This movie has everything. That's everything. I wish Hugh Grant was in Mamma Mia. We got Colin Firth instead. 
No, no, make Hugh Grant the oh, yeah, yeah. Pierce Brosnan. Ah, oh, yeah. He's too similar to, to Colin Firth. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so he loves Jill. Yeah. Everyone get what they want. There's no sadness. For me to pick a movie that is truly no sadness is wild. What a pun. He says, I didn't need the West End. I just needed a captive audience. <laughs> wow. That was... Oh, my God. The thing that they're showing me right now is becoming the Michelle Obama doc. Oh, yeah. But it's the most airbrushed picture of fucking Barack Obama I've ever seen in my entire life. It looks like he's a full woman. It's very adorable. Wow. <laughs> that was really, really good. They suggest that I should watch Nine Lives next. Do you think that's equivalent? Uh, it is. Nine Lives is a, is a movie I watched in theaters, and it is one of the funniest things I've ever done in my life. It's so bad. It's like a perfect bad movie. It's, what do you call it? I hate that Netflix just plays. I know. Um, Philippe told me that it's an exact um, adaptation of the script book. Oh yeah, it's Save, Save the, the Cat. cat. Yeah. <laughs> to like a T. We I mean Philippe watched it in theaters. It was a blast. Well, fucking Paddington. Holy mother of fucking shit. <laughs> anyway, you wanna you wanna close down this podcast? Yeah. Did you forget we were still doing it? Yeah, you did. Uh let's just say happy birthday to all of us. That was yeah. really a lovely time, Alex. I'm I'm shocked that this was your choice. It's, Between marriage story and this, you're you're going very easy on me. I yeah, I I feel like I haven't seen like, I mean, I, Uncut Gems was the was would be the other one I wanted. To I show guess you, we could do you, Uncut. You, I mean, you, I've seen it, but we could. I feel better now. My yeah. anxiety is not what it was, so we could do Uncut Gems. I'll talk through it a lot. Yeah, uh, that, I think that's maybe the movie I saw last that would be a little more Alexy than 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 these ones. All right, let's close this up. Let's we we we're just Okay, I love you. Good night.